Hey, everybody, welcome to the Addiction Unlimited podcast, where you get to learn everything you want to know about addiction and recovery. I'm your host, Angela Pugh, co-founder of Kansas City Recovery, life coach, and recovering alcoholic. To learn more about me, you can listen to episode zero on your podcast app or find us on the web at addictionunlimited.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode number 174 of the Addiction Unlimited podcast. I'm your coach, Angela Pugh, life coach, recovering alcoholic entrepreneur, here to help you figure it all out and feel better about it. How about that? That's what we're doing around here. I'm going to share something with you that isn't a secret at all. (laughs) The thing that has helped me thrive in my recovery, business building, fitness journey, digital CEO-hood, all of that, the thing that has helped me thrive has been working with a mentor. Whenever I'm working through something, I immediately turn to my mentor or coach. And one thing I know now is when I have to make big changes in my life, I have to get connected to other people who are doing the same thing. I have to link arms with and be connected to people who are facing the same challenges and working through them if nothing else, to be reminded we're all in this together. Also, a mentor is someone who shows up in their life the way you want to show up in your life, and you can count on them to show up with you. And lastly, from more than 15 years in recovery and slowly working through a ton of issues and character defects, I know from experience that mentors are essential to my success. No matter if you're just getting started or if you're well into your journey and enjoying some sober success, I believe you always need a mentor or if you're like me, many of them. (laughs) So mentors are equally important for me today as they were on day one. And just to make sure you're with me here, a mentor is someone who has already walked the path before you, someone who has succeeded in what you want to succeed in and has accomplished things you'd like to accomplish. They have your best interest at heart and they're able to be real and honest and no BS with you. And the reason I want to have this conversation with you today is because every time I've followed guidance from my mentors or coaches, I've seen my life and my business get better. I get more clarity and new ideas. Even now, this many years in, learning from mentors and coaches continues to guide how I move through my life and my business and certainly every big change I decide to make. So today we're going to talk about mentors, coaches, sponsors, whatever you want to call them, why they're important at every stage of the game and why you should have one or two, three mentors at max and why your thriving depends on it, along with the difference between working with a mentor one-on-one or working with someone in a small group or working with a mentor who offers online businesses like what I do. And we'll talk about whatever combination of those things is best for you. 
And that was a lot already. <laughs> so we've got a lot to cover. So I'm just going to dive right in. One of the most important pieces of this conversation for me is to reiterate the importance of only having a few mentors. I know many of you are just starting out on this sober journey, and in that crucial time, selecting mentors can help guide you in the right direction in terms of your recovery, motivation, and support. I also know that in these early stages, it's easy to follow a hundred people that you admire and learn from, and you consider them your mentors. How do I know that? Because I do the same thing. (laughs) I actually just went through this recently in entrepreneurship when I was facing a really big decision around which software to commit to to operate my digital business. And I had all these different voices running through my head of all the entrepreneurs that I listen to and read their books, who I consider mentors. And I was caught up in wanting to do what all those successful people were doing. And I was caught up in taking advice from too many mentors. I remember listening to all these podcasts of people I admire and who I consider mentors. And I felt so confused as to what to do because one would say, use this thing. And another would say, this is the best one I've ever used. And another would say something else. And my head was spinning and it was exhausting. And you know, I'm all about keeping things simple. I need things to make sense, to be simple so I can be consistent and make a little tweak here and there to stay on track. And I'm telling you, when I was listening to too many people, it definitely did not feel simple. What I'm sharing with you about keeping your mentors to a minimum has proven to be one of the best moves I've made to be successful at my life and to maintain clarity and simplicity. And you know that translates to my clients too. This doesn't only work for me, but for thousands of people I've worked with. This is why I want to challenge you just a bit to keep your mentors to a select few, one, two, three at the most. I feel like that's pushing it, but I'm okay with it (laughs) if you need that many. When you have too many mentors, you get too many opinions. And you know it gets confusing when there are too many cooks in the kitchen. Plus, what I love about this concept of identifying your top few mentors is it allows you to build trust and build a relationship with them, even if it's just online. When you narrow it down to a few, you can really follow along and see on a deeper level their processes and strategies and belief systems so you can duplicate what's worked for them. Then you get to see results in your own journey. If you're taking advice from more than three experts, gurus, teachers, mentors, whatever you want to call them, you are stunting your own recovery growth. I want to clarify something too. The difference between mentors and people who you admire, both online and in real life. And I'm talking a lot about online stuff because there are so many online options now. And even with the in-person support groups, 12 Steps, Smart Recovery, all those things because of coronavirus, a lot of that stuff has shifted to be online also. 
So I want to make sure you understand that this can be in real life or online. But a mentor is just someone who has walked the path before you and has succeeded in a way that you aspire to succeed also. They give you tools and tips that you can directly apply to your life. And that's a mentor. People who you admire, you enjoy following them and seeing what they're up to, but they don't necessarily align with your needs or your ambitions for the life you want to build. I think the thing that really sets apart an actual mentor is that you really take time to understand their values and philosophies. You're watching how they do recovery and life, and you feel like their ideas and approaches are in alignment with what you want. And this takes time too. You don't necessarily recognize this in someone when you first start following them online, or if it's a coach you hire, it takes time to learn the ins and outs of why they teach what they teach. So for example, for me in business, I have a couple of mentors who I love and I'm constantly following what they are doing in their business and how they're doing it. I use the content they offer, I download all the PDFs they're giving away, and I use the tools they suggest to continue to help me grow in what I'm doing. On the other hand, there are people I admire and I love to follow and I love to watch them on social media and I learn from them. However, I don't know enough about the ins and outs of their belief systems and values, so I don't know if they're aligned with me and if they're trying to build the same kind of life that I'm building. Plus, they may not be as far along in the game as I am, so where I can definitely learn from them, it's just a different ball game. I hope that gives you a clearer picture of the difference between a mentor or coach and someone you admire. And I want you to write a list of all the people you believe are your mentors and all the people you admire. And I've got a download for you (laughs) to help you identify these. I've got a download with some questions. It's just a quick couple of page worksheet for you to help get you some clarity in this and make it make a little bit more sense. So if you head over to addictionunlimited.com forward slash 174, because this is episode 174, addictionunlimited.com forward slash 174, you can download that worksheet too. Now, getting back to the list you're making, (laughs) I want you to check it out and decide who has created the type of life and recovery that looks like what you'd like to create. And you're doing this so that you can start taking names off that list because you want to get it down to the few people who align with what you're trying to do, align with your needs, your wants, your goals. And consider too how much they really let you in. Meaning, do they share enough and let you see exactly how they're building their life and recovery? And again, this can be totally online. You don't have to know them personally. With a mentor for my recovery would be my sponsor because I was 12 steps. I wanted someone who really took responsibility for their actions. And you know that is a ginormous part of everything I teach is personal responsibility. Own your shit get okay with it, 
If you make a mess, clean it up, right? It's personal responsibility. As I sat in meetings when I was new, that was something I admired a lot. When I would hear people own their shit, no BS, no blame game, blaming all the people in their lives and blaming their circumstances for why they're struggling, but really taking 100% ownership for their choices, their mistakes, their circumstances, no matter how crappy or embarrassing it might be. I had a ton of respect for people who were honest about their drama and trauma and were actively working on becoming better humans. The other things I respected were the people who were showing up and being present every day. The commitment to make it a priority, to make it a part of their daily calendar and be there to build their future. And the discipline to continue to show up even when you really want to go home, put your sweatpants on, cuddle your dog, or kiss your kids, or binge watch Netflix. Discipline, self-discipline is our theme in the Sober Society membership this month. And self-discipline means doing it even when it doesn't feel good. Because you know it's what's best for you and you know Even if it doesn't feel good in that moment, you know you will be so proud of yourself when you do it anyway. Like waking up in the morning, having that feeling of, oh my gosh, I am so grateful I'm not hungover. I am so grateful I did not have that drink last night because I really thought about it and I really wanted it in that moment. But oh my gosh, I am so glad I didn't do it. That's the feeling. Lastly, the self-love. The self-love that goes into continuing to show up no matter what. I liked the people that had enough self-respect to make good choices for themselves and to take an action that is loving themselves. Showing up for my recovery is an act of caring for and loving myself. I want to nurture me in my recovery. Think about the type of person you want to become and find the people who are doing that already because they can teach you. Maybe an important quality for your mentor is being a good mom or dad or being successful in their career. Maybe what resonates with you is someone who's driven by their passion and their life is a result of something they're super passionate about and that's what they do for work and that's how they volunteer. It's a lifestyle built around something they're passionate about. I guess you could say that about me with with my podcast and my businesses, right? I'm so passionate about recovery and fixing myself and my life and becoming the best person I can be that it's a lifestyle. Are you with me here? So your list of people you think may be mentors and people you just admire and follow. So your list is of people you think may be mentors and people you just admire and follow. Then start removing the names of the people who don't have the qualities and lifestyle you want, who isn't in alignment with what you're trying to create. I'll give you another example of how I did this in business. As an entrepreneur, I have a ton of people I follow and I love to listen to their podcasts and download their workbooks and checklists and I love them. 
And when my business started growing and I had to start making bigger decisions about foundational things, details and platforms that my whole business would be built on, I started getting overwhelmed because all these people I love and admire are all doing things differently. Again, my head was spinning, just like I said a minute ago. Who's right? Who should I listen to? Then I started to narrow it down. Because it's not only about the details of my business, but it's about the type of business I want to build and the lifestyle I want to build with it, just like your recovery. It's not only about the recovery, but it's the type of life that you're building with it. It didn't make sense for me to be mentored by someone who was building a brick and mortar local business where they wanted to be home to make dinner for the fam and they wanted the freedom to drive their kids to soccer practice and take a couple of family vacays each year. That's not my lifestyle or my business model. So I shifted and I started looking at the people I admire and follow who had actually built the same type of business I wanted to create and who had diversified because that's super important to me and people who were awesome and smart and funny and who weren't tied to any specific location. So when I started to look at that bigger picture of what I wanted everything to look like in the lifestyle and business style I was trying to create, it helped me narrow down the people that didn't fit that vision. And bam, I had my people. You see what I'm saying? When it comes to step-by-step guidance, I have just a couple of people I count on to mentor me, and it has worked amazingly well. I need to learn from someone who shares their precise strategies and thought processes and action steps. That's why I share all of that with you. I want you to understand how I apply certain thought processes to things so you can learn how to apply it to many different things and solve many different problems. And once you have your list, I want you to go study those people, learn about them, Download their worksheets, join their clubs, become an active member of their communities. My sponsor taught me that when you're a part of something, be an active part of it. Not a passive member, but an active member. So when you have your list and you start studying these people, go be active members of their communities. Here's why. Remember a few weeks ago when I did the episode called Can't See the Forest for the Trees? That's why. When you're in the day-to-day things in your life, it's easy to get stuck. It's easy to miss those areas where we need to grow. And it's super easy to let fear get the best of us and not move forward. When you work with a mentor and become an active member of a community... You gain support from that whole community. The guidance you get and the friendships you build are priceless. I made a huge investment in a community hosted by my favorite entrepreneur mentor. And it was money I didn't really have, to be honest. But what happened was it made me step up in a way I hadn't stepped up before. That investment of time and energy and money squashed my fear and it made me be brave. 
And the advice and guidance I got was unbelievable. And the friendships I created are friendships I still have to this day. It was so worth every single penny. And I miss that camaraderie and fellowship of like-minded people so much. I'm trying to figure out how to join again next year. I might have to sell my dog. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I hope he didn't hear that. I would never sell my dog. (laughs) You know, a big question I get is how do you know when you're ready to work with a mentor or coach on a bigger level? And the truth is you'll never feel totally ready because it's scary. I know for me, I just recently invested in a pretty big program. I'd been I'd been thinking about it for two freaking years, you guys, <laughs> wondering if it was worth it. Would it work for me? You know, I've done other programs in the past and I've been really disappointed or I've joined groups and they weren't the right fit for where I was. What gave me the courage to follow through was that I knew this was one of my people that I've been following him for years, being a part of his challenges and buying his digital courses and trainings. I already know I like him a lot, and I know that I trust him and what he teaches. When it came time to hit the buy button, it was a no-brainer. Of course I had fear, but I always have some fear. Fear is normal. But I'm not letting fear hold me back, especially being in a position where I knew I needed to take action to accomplish the things I want to accomplish. Sitting still in analysis paralysis was not getting me anywhere. You know analysis paralysis? It's when you research something to death and learn as much as you can, then you're so overwhelmed with all the information that you're paralyzed and don't move forward. (laughs) Analysis paralysis. I can get stuck there very easily. And one of my favorite things within my own community, you guys know I have a member community and at the VIP level, they're getting live coaching with me every single week. And one of my favorite things in there or in my six-week program is when they've listened to my podcast and they've used my tools and downloaded my freebies and watched my videos. They know me and my style. They know what I teach and where I'm coming from. So it's like they already have a head start. And there's a ton of value in all that stuff too. Podcasts and freebies and videos. There's a ton of value in all that stuff. But when they know me, it's like we already speak the same language. We're already starting on the same page. And that allows me to give more value faster because you know me and trust me. And in this process, trust yourself. You'll know who is the right fit for you. But don't sit in that fear and allow it to keep you from taking action because there will always be some fear present. There will always be a little piece of that nagging voice trying to talk you out of doing something. Something I get asked all the time too is, should I invest in a private coach or should I join a group program? It's such a great question, and I've done both in my personal life and in my businesses. The upside to working with a coach individually is you get to dig into your specific life and struggles and vision. The downside is it can be quite expensive because time 
is extremely valuable. There isn't enough of it and everybody wants it from you. (laughs) Especially good coaches, like we are being pulled a thousand directions. And I know that can be frustrating. I know certainly in my beginnings when I didn't have a lot of money to spend on these kind of things, I would get so mad and I would get mad at the people and I'd be like, oh my God, they're just greedy charging that much. Like how much value can they really give for that much money for one session? And I know a lot of people People say the same stuff about me. And it's not about that. It's about having a proven method and a proven strategy and being a trusted person. And there are only so many hours in a day. That's what it's about. That's what makes coaching expensive. I think if you are very early in your journey and just figuring things out, a group can be a great starting point. It allows you to build up some comfort and courage and just dip your little toe in the water, so to speak. You can be a little quieter if you want to. Uh, If you're an introvert like me, for sure, (laughs) I like to observe and listen a lot more. Um, I know in my community, what I see a lot is people will start with the Sober Society membership because it's super inexpensive. And it's the entry level, like get in, start getting some good worksheets and content and weekly online meetings. Then when they're a little more comfortable and ready to be a more active member, then they upgrade to VIP level and get to work with me in group coaching each week. Or if they're ready to really dive in and get some shit done, then they'll join my six-week program because it's a combination of both, right? You get individuals and groups. But again, I will tell you to trust yourself. When you're following people and listening to them and consuming our content, you will know what is the right fit for you at that stage of your journey. Trust yourself. Follow your instincts. Find your people, look at what they offer, ask questions, and you'll know what's the right fit for you. I hope you've gotten a little more clarity on figuring out who your mentor or mentors are, how you can benefit from them properly to help you move forward in your recovery and your life. And let's recap quickly. Remember why it's important to narrow down your mentors. Having too many people can be overwhelming and confusing. And check the show notes for my worksheet on how to identify the right mentor for you, especially if you have none or if you have way too many. I think the worksheet will be really super helpful for you. Addictionunlimited.com forward slash 174 because this is episode 174 and I will link it in the show notes. And I would love to be one of your mentors. Hopefully, many of you are listening right now thinking, yes, of course, you're one of my mentors. I'm a member of Sober Society. I love your digital course. I can't wait to join your six-week program next time it's open. I hope that's what you're thinking. (laughs) But if our relationship hasn't gotten to that level yet, you need to get to know me a little better, then join me in our free Facebook group. It's called Addiction Unlimited, just like the pod, and I made it to support the pod. It's totally free and totally private. There are a ton of great conversations happening in there, and I interact with everyone and post in there so you can get to know me better there. Go to Facebook and search for Addiction Unlimited Podcast, and when you join, make sure you say hello. You can tag me and say hello. And don't forget... The difference between mentors and people you admire. 
mentors, sponsors, coaches, whatever you want to call them, influencers, gurus, experts. <laughs> These are people who have accomplished and built the same thing you're trying to accomplish and build. They've walked the path before you. They've already done it and they're showing you how to do it. Otherwise, you can admire people and definitely learn from them, but if they aren't showing you behind the scenes what they are doing and how to do it, then it's difficult to invest in them. Then when you've identified your person or people, put some skin in the game. Invest in yourself. It's time to take action and be an active member of their community. Check out what they have to offer. If you're in a support group or 12 steps, see what they're doing and how they're doing it. And then ask to be a part of it. Ask someone to be your sponsor or mentor if you're in another program. That's having skin in the game just as much as investing money. And investment isn't always about money. It's also your time and energy and commitment. If it's someone you don't know in real life, dip your little toe in the water with a digital course or see if they offer a membership or a group program. That's always a great next step. And if they have a live event, buy a ticket for that and show up for that. It's not only about getting closer to them, the person you consider a mentor, but getting around the other people in their community. Those are going to be people just like you. Your mentor is going to attract other people just like you in the trenches with you. And that can be just as valuable as investing in private mentorship or coaching. If you're feeling stuck in your recovery and your life, finding the right mentor and investing in whatever way feels comfortable for you can be the perfect next step. I know this was a ton of information I just shared, and I have a lot more to share coming up, including some bonus episodes. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss anything. The link to the worksheet on how to identify your mentor is in the show notes, as well as the link to join us in the Facebook group. I hope you're having a fantastic day and I will see you next week. You've reached the end of another great episode of the Addiction Unlimited podcast. Candid and honest conversation about addiction and recovery. Be sure to visit us at addictionunlimited.com to join the conversation and access show notes and links to everything we talked about. Love this episode? Please take 30 seconds to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes to help us improve and give you the information you want. Thanks for listening. See you next week.